Shalom Aleichem, welcome back to everybody. Here we are post-Tisha B'Av, Bein Azmanim. Three weeks between Tisha B'Av and Rosh Chodesh Elul. A time to recharge, relax, refresh ourselves. Vacations are in the air, travel, and the like. And therefore, I'd like to try to take a look at certain halachas regarding traveling. Now, we're not going to talk today about the Tfilas Aderach, which should be recited when leaving a city, leaving a town, leaving a particular constituency and area. And that really is a shir on itself. And I will not discuss the Birchas HaGomel, which is something we've discussed in a different context in the Shah of the Week podcast number 20. But I'd like specifically to take a look at a series of brachos which do not get too much attention. Every time one says brachos or hilchos brachos, of course we refer to Birchas HaNenin, the brachos that we make before we need and after we eat, bracha rishona, bracha achrona, and the gamut of brachos that we make on receiving hanah, pleasure from eating. That's one set of brachos. Another subset of brachos, of course, are birchos and mitzvos. Brachos that we recite upon the variety of mitzvos that we perform throughout the year, throughout the day, throughout the seasons of the year. Then there's a third section of brachos, and that section of brachos are called birchos hariya, blessings that we recite upon seeing something, or birchos hashavach, brachos that we recite upon praising God. Birchos hashavach, of course, are more prominent because we thank Hashem, we bless Hashem, we acknowledge Hashem for many things throughout the course of the day. But the Birch Asariya found at the end of Chelek Beis, of Mishnabur Archaim, and the Simanim, Reish Chav Beis, Reish Chav Gimel, Reish Chav Dalet, through Reish Lamed, are all the blessings that we recite upon seeing particular things, unique sights and unique topography. Now, certainly during these weeks when many are traveling in town, out of town, domestically, international, we are going to see some fantastic and spectacular things. Very often I'm asked, should I make a bracha upon seeing Niagara Falls, upon seeing the Great Rockies, the Sequoias, or any of the phenomenal, phenomenal sites in this country, in Eretz Yisrael, or throughout the world? And therefore I'd like to take a look at these brachos that do not get as much attention. Let's start in Simon Reish Chavches. Titled Birchas Yamim Unaharos Harim Ugvaos, blessings that are cited upon seas, rivers, mountains, and valleys. The Shulchan Aruch there in Sefal, according to Marbrachos, Dafnun Dalit writes, Al Yamim Unaharos, on all waterways, passages, Harim Ugvaos, mountains and valleys, Umid Baros, as well as on the desert. Omer, Barachat Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Olam, Ose Maisebreshus. The well-known bracha, Ose Maisebreshus, that Kaddish Bracha, you have made a creation, you have created these incredible, fantastic seas, rivers, lakes, waterways, mountains, valleys, and desert. Such a blessing should be recited. Ose Maisebreshus. Shochnarch does note, based upon the Rambam, that there's a special bracha made on the Yam Hagadol. Indeed, what the Yam Hagadol is debated, the Mishnah quotes that specifically referring to the Atlantic Ocean, the Great Sea. And that bracha should be made not just Ose Maisebreshus, but Barachat Hashem, Lokenim Echolam, Ose Hayam Hagadol. And that is a debate in and of itself. Should it be said? When it should be said? Should it be recited with a bracha or without a Shema Malchus? We're going to leave that for now, but let's specifically begin to talk about the mountains, the valleys, the lakes, and the rivers. So, from a simple reading of the Shulchan Aruch, it seems that such a bracha should be recited upon seeing any of these waterways, mountains, or valleys. The Pshat in the bracha, Ose Maisebreshus, 
the Mishnah according the Eli Rabbis, because since these particular features, topography and land, have been created from the time of creation, Kevan Shiyostan Me'ah, since God created these areas, since creation, and it is a praise to God when we see these awesome, incredible things, when we're traveling, when we're vacationing, we're seeing HaKadosh Baruch in an incredible way. We're seeing something that exists from that time. And therefore, such a bracha should be recited. Immediately, the post give note that this should really resolve a question regarding many of the things that we may or may not see on vacation. And that is that they have to be there from the time of Maisebracious, from the time of creation. And therefore, that's a major contemporary debate regarding Niagara Falls, whether or not much of the falls have been helped to be created through electricity or through a variety of different human beings, people, personnel who have created and shaped and directed the waterway in a particular way. And therefore, many posts can note that since it's a shaila, whether or not that is from Maise Bracious or not, therefore, Suffolk Brachos Lahakel, and a bracha should not be made with Shema Malchus with Barachata Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Olam, Osa Maise Bracious on Niagara Falls because it's not from Maise Bracious. But what about other types of incredible sights and scenes that we might see? waterways and hills and mountains and the like, the Rockies and Mount Everest and other such incredible things from the west, from the west to the east and well beyond. Regarding that, the Shulchan Aruch explains in Sifim Beis and Gimel, it's not every single mountain and it's not every single valley that a bracha should be recited, but rather, lo al kol anaharas mevarach. You're not going to make a bracha in every waterway and every river. Ela arba naharos dechsivi bikra, but only on the four different types of rivers that are mentioned in the Torah. What are those to- What are those four rivers mentioned in Parshas Brachas? Chidek elupras. Those are examples of specific ad- of specific waterways and rivers that are mentioned. Now the Mishnah Bura commenting and the Aruch Hashulchan explains this as well. It's not referring specifically to these four, but rather any of the four great great rivers like these four that were created on Maaseh Brachas. However, what emerges from the Shulchan Aruch is that it has to be something unique, something special, something well above beyond a regular river. We have here in our area, you have the Anacostia River, you have the Potomac River, you have the Sligo Creek River. Well, those are beautiful, wonderful, extraordinary rivers. They're not rivers that one will say, wow. And therefore, as a result, bracha should certainly not be made on any river where you're hiking in town or out of town for that sake, because those really don't wow you that much. But on an awesome sea, an incredible view of the Atlantic Ocean, arguably the Pacific as well, where somebody's really wowed and amazed by that, then indeed a bracha can be recited of Osa Maisebracious on such a sea, on such an ocean, on such a major river. A lake is smaller and therefore a bracha should not be recited, but certainly what does emerge is that it has to be something that is fantastic and something that is amazing. The same thing is true in Sif Gimel. We're not talking about all mountains and valleys, as Shulchan Aruch says. Quoting Rishonim, the Rabbi Yosef Karo, 
And Simon Reish Chefches Sif Gimel writes, "Velo al kol aharim uvaras mivarach." You're not going to make a bracha on every mountain and valley. El al dafkal harim ugvos hamishunim vinikeres gvuras habar. You're only going to make a bracha on these great mountains and great valleys where it's clear that they're different, and you could see the greatness of God. So therefore, if you're climbing and seeing Mount Everest, there's no question that that's something amazing. The Rockies are incredible and they're huge, and therefore they are able to be seen the Gvura Sashem and therefore Bracha can and should be made. You're traveling to New Hampshire and you see the great beautiful mountains of New Hampshire and you see the awesome heights of these mountains. Again, an argument can be made that indeed you will make a Bracha on Osa Maisebracious on such a mountain and on such mountains, but not every mountain and not every valley. Indeed, that's the language of the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch and Simen Tzamech. Al hayomim v'alaharim ha'gvom ha'mifursamim ba'olam machmaz gova mevarachos ha'maisebrashos. So the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch uses the word ha'mifursamim that are well known. So when you hear Mount Everest, everybody knows Mount Everest. When you hear the Rockies, everybody knows the Rockies. When you hear the Chermon, everybody knows the Chermon. And therefore many posts can posit in Eretz Yisrael that you will make a bracha on their Chermon. Therefore, you have to be wowed, amazed, and they have to be well-known mountains. That seems to be the types and stripes of rivers, lakes, seas, mountains, and valleys that will be made on again with a caveat and with the condition that also they are from Maisebrashus. So if you take a look in the Aruch HaShulchan, he leaves no stones unturned and gives us the names of certain mountains and valleys that are incredibly great. Vadar Pashut says there are Hashokhan Simeresh Khafchasif Aleph, the Bainian Harumugvos Mishunim Bigovam, incredibly large and tall mountains. Kma Hare Elef, Hare Firana, Vahar Kozabak, Vahari Arat, Vihadome, Vinaharos Gamkin Shugdolo Sheshlam Shame Bolam. They need to be awesome. They need to be incredible. They need to be amazing. And continues our Hashokhan Sinf Beis, Vilfiza Bavada Naharos Agadolim, Kwanahar Volga, Dungi, Rhinos, Vichayotsvim, Sarak Levarach, our Hashokhan lists certain lakes, certain rivers, certain valleys, and certain mountains that indeed should be made on. So when we're talking about the Rockies, when you're talking about New Hampshire, when you're talking about the Niagara Falls and when you're talking about some of the great sights and scenes, hikes and trips and vacations that people are traveling to, this would seem to be the condition to make the brach of Osamaisabracious. They have to be awesome, they have to be great, they have to be well known, and you have to be amazed by them. Post can also discuss whether or not one is traveling by plane and you look out the window and you see some incredible sights, big, large mountains and valleys and tremendous, the Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean. And the post can debate whether or not one should recite a bracha on these items as well. And it seems that it would depend if you're really wowed and amazed by it. Some might be, some might not be. But more than that, often you can't really grasp the grandeur from the height of the plane, and therefore an argument can be made that a bracha should not be made from the airplane when seeing the yamim, the naharos, the gvos, and the harem. Besides for these specific places and these particular brachos that are made on mountains and lakes and rivers and the like, there are some other brachos that one should be mindful of when traveling. The first of which is if you turn back to Simon Reish Chafhei. The Shulchan Aruch talks about seeing Roa Ilanos Tovos Ubrios Nos. If a person sees incredible trees, foliage, and amazing plants, and Brios Nos, and something beautiful and extraordinary, 
one should make a bracha on such a thing, Baruch Hashem, that there's such an amazing world that we can see. However, the Mishnah Burr says regarding this, not so fast. The Minag is not to make a bracha on any of these items, not on Inanos and not on Brios Tovos. Achshav lo nagu klal levarech bracha zu, says the Mishnah quoting the Chaye Adam, and therefore, since it's hard to differentiate and it's hard to see and understand the difference, therefore we don't make the bracha. The Sharetzian and Sifkatalam Gimel explains, Vlinira, the reason we don't make this bracha today, Mishum Tekavana Sagmar Davkshem knows Piyosu, and they're really, really beautiful. Who can really articulate which are and which are not? I guess the one question would be the sequoia is the incredible tree is out in the West with amazingly large, large trunks. Should a brach of Balamba be recited or should not? That is a question that seemingly the Mishnamburu Chayadam would say not to, unless one could argue that because they're so unique and so amazing, a bracha should be recited. What about if you're going to the zoo? Is there any bracha to make if one is traveling and seeing animals? So again, the Shulchan Aruch here in Simon Reish Chafei Sifches, quoting the Gemara Masechus Brachos in Parakura, writes, Alapil Valakof, if you see a monkey or if you see an elephant, you make the bracha, Baruch Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Olam, Mishaneh, Brios, Blessed You Hashem, who creates different types of animals. What it means different is that a peel, a monkey, and a kof, a monkey and an elephant are so unique and so different. The monkey has certain characteristic traits that almost look human. A elephant is so large and so awesome that they're worthy of making the bracha of Meshana Habrios. The Shlomo Zalman Orbach quoted in Halicho Shlomo, Tfila Perik Chav Gimel, where he talks about some of the Bircha Sariah and Bircha Shavach, writes, Pilu Kov Gemara, that which the Gemara in Paskin and Shulchan Archsim and Reish Chav Hey says specifically a elephant or a monkey, Lab Dafka. Not necessarily those two specifically. It could be any animal that's unique, any animal that's different, or any animal, chayos hadomom v'adam, a animal that has some certain characteristic traits which are humanistic. And therefore, when a person enters the Gana Chayot, when a person enters the zoo, Yivarech Birias Hachaya Hameshuna Harishon, you should make a brach on the first, most unique, strange, different looking animal, Vichavin Lifter Bekach Kol Haruio Shalachakach, and then a person should have Kavana that he is exempting all other brachos that could potentially be made on other animals as well. Included in the Birchas Ariya, in the end of Shulchan Arach, is Simon Reish Chavzain, and that's titled Birchas Azikim, Brachos that are made upon sounds, and included in that sounds and sights, of course, is thunder and lightning. Regarding that, the Shulchan Aruch says that on all of these things, similar to what we said in Simon Reish Chavches, you're going to make the bracha of Ose Maiseb Reishas. However, the Mishnah says we distinguish between thunder and lightning. And Mishnah Bura and Simon Reish Chavzain Sifkatan He writes, Ve'olam, Nogim, the custom of the world based upon the Taz, that on lightning we make the bracha of Osa Maisebrashis, and on thunder we make the bracha of Shekocho Vugvurasa Male Olam, because the strength and the sound of the thunder are so awesome. Shalidei Hareim Nire Gvurasa Shalakadosh Baruch Yosimbark, the sound of the thunder is so incredible, frightening, that you see God's strength even more than lightning, and therefore you should make the specific bracha of Shekocho Ugvurasa Male Olam. 
if one sees lightning and hears thunder, in the same time, and make you make one bracha of Osama says the Mishnah Bura, if there is if there's time in between the two, and there's first lightning, then you wait a little bit, and then you hear thunder, or vice versa, you can make independently the bracha of Kochukvurasa Mali Olam on the thunder, and then the bracha of Osama on the lightning, if one makes and has in mind to exempt both the thunder and the lightning, one is Yotze as well. The important note that the Mishnabur adds regarding lightning, which relates to the summer, is what the Mishnabur says in Sifkat and Gimel. In the summer, often you get a lightning strike that has nothing to do with rain. But it's as a result of the extreme heat that one will, um, one will see lightning. Says the Mishmur again, When the Gemara says lightning, it's referring to lightning that comes, it's referring to thunder and lightning that come together as a result of rain. But when you see lightning that's coming independent of thunder and that's coming as a result of a heat wave and the like, which we've seen in the last few weeks, one would not make a bracha. However, Ruchem Kanyevsky quotes the Chazanish in Maiseish Chelakei Amr Petas that the Chazanish himself paskin that you would make a bracha on lightning seen from such heat, even though it does not come with thunder and even though it does not come with any rain. So these are many of the unique brachos that are specific potentially to the summer that one could possibly make in the time when one is traveling in the vacation weeks. And of course, what's so special and unique about these brachos is that one sees God's strength, one sees creations from the Zman And of course, anytime we talk about vacation, getting away, it should be an opportunity to be able to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a different way. As famously, when Rav Hirsch, at the end of his life, wished to travel to Switzerland, and his Talmidim asked him, why are you traveling to Switzerland at your age? Why would you go to such great lengths and to travel Rav Hirsch responded, how can I not see the Swiss Alps? How can I go to Shemaim, Lachameh Vesim, and not say that I saw the beautiful Bria of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? So wherever we are, wherever we're headed, wherever we're going, or anytime we're traveling, one should be mindful of these unique brachos, which often we can make, and at times we can't make. But whether we make the bracha with Hashem's name or whether we don't make the bracha with Hashem's name, whether we are making the bracha altogether, one should realize the unique opportunity to be in the olam, in this world, and seeing the bari olam, having the opportunity to connect to a Kaddish Baruch Hu outside of the regular mundane ways that we ordinarily connect to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, which in and of themselves are special. Teva and the unique things that we are part of on a daily basis through tefillah are also special and also unique. But yes, there are certain opportunities and situations where a person is able to tap into the Be'oriolam in a different way. And of course, that calls for a bracha. And these are the birchas of Ru'iyah and the birchas of Shabbach. Wishing everybody a wonderful week, a wonderful weeks of vacation. Be'ezus Hashem, as we prepare slowly, slowly, ready, ready for Elul, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and the Yamim, Noirayim, Hamimash Meshim, Ubaim.